saw this thread and I wanted to share what is the story that you feel certified you as a parent? I'm not sure I have felt more seen. If you've never said, you need to back up a little so I can wipe myself, do you even have kids? You know, personal space is a real thing. Some days I have it totally together, and others, I find toast I made three days ago still sitting in the toaster. For me, it's coffee. My coffee turns into iced coffee real quick because I end up having to come back for it. As a parent, my hobbies include repeating myself, rage waiting, and repeating myself. Can we all take a moment to appreciate that that sigh that we have when we're waiting for our kids to get to the place we want to get to? However, they are rushing us out of the house to go to the bounce house or the trampoline park. Oh, man, that's rough. Sleeping with a toddler is like sharing a bed with a drunk octopus who is looking for his car keys. I'd also like to state it is probably one of the most fun things in the world to get kicked in the junk at 2 a.m. in the morning. Kids, talking through the best part of the song since the dawn of time. So first off, this goes for anybody, but my first move, I'm turning the music up. If you don't get the hint, then I'm starting the song over. If we still need to have a conversation, then I'm looking at you, telling you, hey, my performance is about to start. You need to be quiet. But I will say me and Ava have a pretty good taste in music or similar taste in music. So we end up performing together most of the time. Me, always be honest. Also me, if anyone at the zoo asks, you're two years old, okay? <laughs> Yo, to me, what sticks out is Legoland. They have that same two-year thing. And Ava was three. And I'm like, yo, baby girl, as we're rolling up. Yo, baby girl, you are you are two today okay but dad i'm three because you know they wanted that independence like they're old now and i was like okay well i guess we can't go to legoland today dad i'm two today right <laughs> yeah i'm yeah i'm sitting in the back dying dying uh because she gets it try not to do that anymore just because you know integrity is one of the family values but uh do miss those little aj days welcome to the wake up warrior podcast i'm your guy joe the podcast is a place for parents to learn, grow, maybe think a little bit different. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. Thanks. Appreciate that. If you are listening on one of the podcast platforms, please leave a five-star review. If you don't know if it's five stars yet, wait to the end of the episode, and you will hopefully. And if not, even then, do me a favor, just give me one more chance on one more episode. If you hear this sound... That means I've probably put something on the screen. So if you're listening, make sure to check out the YouTube video if you felt that part was important. I think that's enough of that. Let's get into the nitty gritty of today's tough topic. So it actually comes from another episode that we had where I tell a story and I'll play that story for you. Love that. Before we go, I wanted to share a story from last week at the gym. So I'm in the gym and I'm listening to an album that I love now. Slow album. I'm very fortunate. I go to a gym where the patrons control the music. So it's one of those like first come first serve things. So music's on and we're chilling. Me and this client actually are vibing. And slow music though. Not your traditional like beats. Beats from in and out the wazoo. Like hardcore music. Not even close. Uh, and someone else hits me up and is like, yo, like, is this what we're listening to? And I was like, yeah, man, this is what we put on. And, oh, this is just not gym music. And I was like, apparently not for you. And the conversation just essentially went back and forth like this. Um, and to me, it 
instantly brought up two things. Two very, very, very clear, very, very clear things. Right? So first, why do we have this idea that we need to show up in perfect conditions? I know people who go to the gym, don't have their headphones, and will go home. It's like a joke. Like, why are you there for the gym? Or are you there to listen to music? Are you there for a certain or current mood? And I think this is one of the problems that we have is that we have this ideal that ideal conditions create ideal results. That's not the case. I'm at the gym for a certain purpose. I'm going to get down how I get down. I'm not worried about how I feel because I'm there for a purpose. And I think that leads to a lot of us having goals that don't result in performance, but how we look and how others perceive us. That's just me. That's just my thought process. So going into this week, I want us to think about how can we show up where we need to, to do what we need to for the purpose that we have. And if you have a purpose to be in a place, which I think in most places we should find that, if you have a purpose to be in a place, be there for that purpose. And so after the story aired, someone from the gym tells me, yo, I was talking about the podcast in the gym today. And I am gassed. People are listening and they're also conversing about it. She tells me that her and this person came to the conclusion that I must have no idea or have never had body image issues. Dun, dun, dun. Because it was obvious that I did not understand that music could be super helpful in the gym or in other moments. So first I'd like to address the fact that one, I have had body image issues essentially forever, right? I want you to imagine being the smallest kid in every class forever for people to literally look at you as their younger brother when you're the same age as them. And obviously it is very different at seven than, you know, now at 37, but it is, you know, the hint of it. Like I have to check myself sometimes because it is still there. I say that to say most of the things, no. All of the things that I'm sharing on this podcast, either I have been through or have helped someone get through. Very little is conjecture. Let's get back to the tough topic because that conversation led me to see that we need to really talk about triggers. The first thing we need to talk about is we cannot miss the point of what is being said and done. We can't miss the intent right? I completely understand that music can help us through a tough time. That is not lost on me. But in this scenario, it's also a crutch. And my point was that although music does help, what do you do when you're on that island and don't have access to it? So in the controlled environment of the gym, try and find a way to get through it so that when you're out in the world and when you would usually need it but don't have it, what do you do? So when we're triggered, let's not miss the intent of what someone is actually doing or saying. And then second with triggers, and probably the most important, we have to understand that what triggers us is very rarely about the actual thing that was done or said, and much more about us. I'll use myself as an example. My entire life, I have torched the world when given an ultimatum. And it wasn't until I realized that that was a me thing that I, as a kid, felt like I had zero autonomy so that when I became an adult and could quote unquote choose, I would wreck everything when given the ultimatum because the truth is I still felt like I did not have a choice. When I recognized that, 
I also had to recognize, hey, I'm an adult now who should be able to communicate, collaborate, compromise. And if I don't do those things, then I am still being that little kid. And what we reveal, we can actually heal. So when you are triggered, make sure you look at what is the actual root cause, because very rarely, if ever, is it the person who is doing or saying something to you. Hmm. Let's let that settle. And let's also change the energy literally and figuratively with the thing that I'm seeing is helping me out the most. Skittles. Now, I know some people are just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this podcast. Sugar is the devil. Well, if we don't overindulge, and I'm talking about Skittles in like 100 calorie increments, what I'm seeing is, is a really great way to reduce that brain fog and or body fog late in the day. And it's a great substitute for coffee and other stimulants that have other side effects like that crazy crash and disturbing our sleep. So whether it's Skittles or jelly beans or gummy bears, about 100 calories, and let's not go crazy, I'm seeing is really helping us get through that late day fog. Now that takes care of our physical energy, but what about the mental feel? How does a mental health day sound? Probably pretty good, huh? It also sounds great to your kids. I'm not sure if you had this happen, but to me, Ava wakes up one day and she's like, dad, I don't want to go to school. And I'm like, why? She's like, I don't really know. I just don't want to go. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to work today. So you're going to school. And so we go to school. I drop her off. As I'm leaving, I'm like, yo, what if, what if she had like that final destination moment? And like, she's got a feel, but didn't talk to me about it. And like, what if today is the day? And all day, I'm honestly carrying this with me. So I take a little page out of the Allison family handbook, shout out to the Allison family. And we, I bring to her the option of mental health days. So she has an opportunity for one day each quarter, almost like PTO, to earn a mental health day with her effort at school. I like to reward effort instead of grades because some kids bust their butt to get D's and some kids cruise to A's. But effort being like a family value of ours is a controllable trait. And so she can earn a mental health day. Now, I do say that she can't use it to get out of a test she didn't study for. But to be perfectly honest, if she really needed it, I'd probably let her. And two things have been really productive of this. First is when you bring something like this to your kid, when you're bringing less favorable things to them, you get a little bit more buy-in because they see that you have their best interest at heart. And two, we started this in first grade. It's now sixth grade. There's only one year. Now, each year she used them, but there's only one year she used all four. So outside of money, this is another way for her to start to assess what is valuable and what's not. Because she wakes up, ah, maybe I'll use it. No, 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 I'm going to save it. Right? And far too often, we don't take all of our rest days. So at some point, we'll probably address that. But right now, it's been a really great way for us to kind of bond. Now, I feel like that is a win. but our win slash winner of the week, my man, Isaac Taylor. Yo, let me tell you, this father of six is an overnight security guard. And about six months ago, this dude got into a car accident that totaled his car. And since then, he's been riding his bike to work. 16 miles each way. Yes, 32 miles round trip 
this man has been riding his bike to work as an overnight shift guy. And I'm assuming what you're assuming is that when he gets home, he knocks out. No, he still takes his youngest of six to school each morning when he gets back out. Now, I'm assuming he takes a nap after that because this man got to sleep at some point. But what I want to say is, one, Isaac, keep doing your thing. We all see you. And in his community, along with a nonprofit and Travis Insurance, they were able to get this man a car. Now, I want you to hear me that right now you're probably dealing with a car crash of your own. And I hope that you still have the courage and endurance to get through those days because it is tough. And very few times do our kids or really anyone see the true sacrifices that you are making right now. But get through to the other side. Please get to that other side because better days are coming. Shout out to Isaac as the winner of the week. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being an example for all of us, but also for those of you who are doing it and it's not on the front page news. Keep going, please. Now, before we get out of here, I want to share the morning minute with you. Now, you've heard it. I've heard it. Life's a marathon, not a sprint. My question to you, though, is what is your pace? Because a lot of us are walking and using the marathon, not a sprint, as just like, hey, I'm in the race, where others of us are with every opportunity, with each day, are at a pace that we can be proud of. We aren't just in the race. We're trying to maximize our performance. Now, I get it. Life is a marathon. And you're talking to the longevity guy. It is a marathon, not a sprint. You don't have to blow it out every single day. But are you at a pace that you're proud of? If you made it this far, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast on a regular basis. Please share it. If you feel like there was any value here, please share that with someone that you care about so they can get the same value from it. Take care and be well.